listening to Geek Jabber Live, the show where the main host has a face for radio and a voice for silent movies. Strap yourselves in and dial up the disappointment. Welcome to Geek Jabber Live. Yes, dial up the disappointment. We are now at episode 16 of the podcast that maybe two people have listened to once in their lives or something. Um, so we... Oh boy, <laughs> yes. they're back. Yes, we're back producing content that almost nobody pays attention to. Why? Because we fucking like it. Uh, we have got a two-person. Yeah. We have got a two-person show this week. So it's myself, Tim, and from the penis-shaped punk country, it is Quirty. Hello, Quirty. Hello, hello. Yes, yeah, so yeah. you'll never live down the fact that Sweden looks like a penis. Well, depends on the mind who was viewing it, but I wasn't going to say anything. So. <laughs> yes, well, um, yeah. right, when you add uh, Finland, it looks like a penis with a nutsack. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, sadly, no Mr. Nick today, I think. Um, no, I believe he's unwell and doesn't want to lose his voice. Well, I don't blame him for uh, wanting to, uh, to uh, remain quiet. But um, tonight's show... Yeah. Tonight's show, on the back of the fact that Internet Explorer has finally um, died, we thought we'd talk about web browsers. So um, Internet Explorer, after 27 years, has, uh, has finally ended. And that's a little bit of a uh, lag given I closed the window 26 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Internet Explorer was the big thing they integrated into Windows and uh, everything. Yes. And then everything got hacked, more or less. Well, yeah, that's not necessarily yeah. on Internet Explorer. There's um, there's a lot of things that we need to unpack if we're going to go down that path. So, Internet uh, That's probably a uh, good idea right. not to. Yeah. So, yeah, I should, yeah. Point, push, yeah, so I should point that out. Um, when people were running Internet Explorer, um, and yes, it was sort of reasonably common for there to be security issues. However, part of that is Internet Explorer, and part of that is just people's over overwhelming lack security practices of the day. So, uh, but it has uh, finally gone, and. Yeah. Websites have been progressively telling you to uh, stop using it. So it's about time to look at uh, what other options are available. Now, I suppose we should, um, we should basically start with what we use. So, Quirty... Yeah, I was thinking, um, yeah. Quirty, what do you normally use for uh, your web surfing needs? Um, I use something called Vivaldi, yeah. which uh, most people never heard of, and I use Firefox. Yes. So, um, uh, but I, I have, um, uh, it suits my use case. Yeah. So, so um, um, but um, I like Vivaldi because it's um, Chrome compatible, so you can use the Chrome add-ons if you want, and it got... Uh, it's multi-platform, so I can use it on Linux, Apple, Windows, uh, well, yeah. you name it, yeah. and Android. Yeah, so and I got a, 
You got her? I was gonna say, also, most important for me, I got to sync on my profile and settings that goes to yep. an encrypted server in the cloud with it also, so... Yep. For me, uh, for me, I basically use a... I use basically dual browser, so most of my stuff is through Firefox. Um, that was basically because I was never a really, really big fan of internet explorer um i <laughs> I, yeah. like I, I just kept it around for testing purposes but i preferred preferred not to use it uh, back in the day uh before google chrome Mo the mozilla browser which was written to become firefox was really the only other player so when I, when that project died i switched over to firefox and i like it because it's it's just light lightweight and runs on just about anything at least moderately well yeah um although same uh, multi multi-platform yeah and you can multi-platform yeah. uh but i also have google chrome that i pull up occasionally um so yeah basically that allows me to have my normal google account running through firefox and for the one that's linked to all my geek jabber stuff um, I go through Chrome. So basically it allows me to easily do two, um, two Google logins. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, I would say my daily driver, <laughs> as they say, is Vivaldi, Down, which I use several different profiles. Uh, but I also use Firefox for, as a networking admin tool. There is a lot of uh, add-ons for Firefox that works yeah. great if you have uh, more advanced needs, yeah. so to speak. So I suppose now, now that we've sort of discussed what we use, I was just going to delve a little bit into um, the three sort of major players that are of any importance. Uh, and I will be going... We'll be, be, brushing them over a little bit as part of the podcast. But once the live show is finished, I'll be uh, posting something that has a bit more detail on the Geek Jabber site. So you can go to geekjabber.com and read a little bit more about it once this show is finished and I've got it up. The first one I want to cover is... Uh, while Internet Explorer is dead and Microsoft are trying to remove it from Windows 10 and 11 completely, they're not getting out of the web browser market entirely. So they're replacing it with Microsoft Edge, which started out as a browser in its own right and then turned into um, basically um, their version of the Google Chrome browser. So that's essentially what they're replacing it with is their version of Google Chrome. Uh, yeah, and they're doing a Google thing there also. They're integrated their version of Chrome, but with uh, integrating it with the Microsoft services. Yeah. Like uh, Bing. Yeah. So the thing that's um the thing that confuses a lot of people is that they are two different browsers. 
but they have a fairly similar looking icon. So they're both a lowercase e that is some shade of blue. The way I remember it um, is that the Edge browser uses a darker shade of blue for its icon and doesn't have a pretty little yellow halo. <laughs> so um, that's the one you really want to start using as much as possible if you want to stay with the Microsoft browser. Because um, even if you can get Internet Explorer to work, sites just aren't going to support it for much longer. So Edge is the one you want to go for. As QWERTY says, hooks nicely into the Microsoft ecosystem is that's what you're um, using. Yeah. So things like OneDrive. Um, and the other thing I like about it... Office. Is, yeah, and Office as well. The thing I like about it as well is because they've uh, gone for basically rebadging Google Chrome, it's using the same Chrome engine under the hood. So from a website development point of view, um, you don't have to work do workarounds for the abomination that was Internet Explorer. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. And so you can uh, use uh, most of the Chrome extensions from the yeah. Chrome Web Store if you need them. Yeah, so basically Edge is... The Microsoft version of Chrome. Um, so it's from that point of view, it's not necessarily a terrible browser anymore. It's actually quite usable. Um, yeah. So uh, I would call it a consumer-friendly browser. I mean, it takes care of your passwords and things yeah. like that. So. so so the takeaway yeah. is particularly if you're on Windows, although it is available for other platforms. Now, if you want to stick, yep. if you want to stick to a Microsoft browser, its edge is not terrible. It's actually becoming reasonably good. Um, you just need to make sure if you still have Internet Explorer that you're using the right one because um, for those yep. that aren't aren't very observant, it's very easy to bring up the wrong one by mistake because the icons look similar. So, um, I suppose we should, now that we've covered the obvious one, uh, we should deep a little <laughs> bit um, deeper into the other, the other two. Um, now, there are a lot, I should mention that um, there are a lot of other browsers out there. They tend to be based off the next two, so then, so they've all got. Yeah, um, uh, I was going to mention one after these well, other two. Yeah, well, the first one I was going to mention was Firefox and its derivatives. Um, so that's the one. Yep. That's the one I use. Um, so up until Google Chrome came out, it was sort of the dominant second browser to Google Chrome. So it's got a little bit of history about it, a um, little bit of history that don't people don't actually remember. Um, so I'm going to bring up Internet Explorer again because it's somewhat relevant. Um, so basically, those who remember 90s internet remember that there were basically two common browsers. So there was Internet Explorer, which 
came about in 95, um, at about the same time Windows 95 was released. And there was Netscape. Um, so Netscape was the second big browser up there. And um, when Internet Explorer came about, it basically started a browser war, which Microsoft won. <laughs> but uh, so Netscape faded into obscurity for a little bit, but it didn't quite die. So they basically open sourced the code, and then um, and then released it as the Mozilla browser. And a couple of years later, they decided to rebuild it from the ground up as Firefox. Um, so because and they basically when they rewrote it, they decided to try and make it lightweight and efficient and comply with standards rather than um, sort of bloat everything up. So it was a reasonable option for somebody who wanted a more lightweight browser that complied with standards. And um, Yeah, and an alternative to, to uh, Microsoft's Internet Explorer. Yeah, so that's basically the reason I stuck with it and continue to stick with it. It's um, basically... Um, lightweight option that runs fairly well on just about any computer you throw it at. Um, so it's not s sort of bloating everything up. And particularly when they went to Firefox, they actually have a decent repository of add-ons and extensions. So typically I would run yeah. it with an ad blocker to try and cut down on the sort of amount of visual crap I have to deal with. But there's also a, a whole library of other add-ons <coughs> and themes and that sort of stuff if you yeah. want to customize it a bit. Uh, I'd, yeah, I'd use, or I'd mention um, uh, they have like fa uh, fa Firefox multi-container. You can have websites. Like if you don't want Facebook to... Um, See what you're doing on other websites. You can have Facebook in a container, but that's an add-on you have, yeah. and they have um, other things. Yeah, so they have a useful both for the general user and um, and sort of while more I'm, nerdy ones. While I mention it, because we're kind of talking about derivatives, um, so the probably the biggest known derivative of Firefox is the Tor browser, which is basically oh, yeah. intend, intended to use, I'll, I'll just call it a form of VPN to make it easy, although that's not um, yep. not entirely correct, yeah. but it's probably the easiest for you to get, a, get your head around. It's a similar sort of concept, um, where it basically encrypts your traffic to make it um, harder to trace. And... So for those that are a bit more privacy conscious, um, you can go down the tour path. Um, just be aware in saying that, um, that there is more to privacy online than your choice of browser and using a VPN. So um, if, you, if you're wanting to sort of protect your privacy online, you can use tools like Tor but they're one, one thing of many that you would need to look at to ensure that your data is secure. 
Yeah, and Tor has some limitations in what the web browser can do for some sites. So, yeah. and that's for security reasons. Yeah. So, um, so uh, yeah, it's not probably not the most cons consumer friendly browser, but it's yeah. an it's an option if you want something more. Yeah. So privacy. So basically, um, if you want a bit more privacy, it's an option, but there are limitations. And obviously, if you're in a situation where you have to hide your tracks, again, that might be an, an opportunity for you to have a look at another browser. Yeah. So suppose yeah. um, the final one would be um, Google. I have Chrome. one add-on to that also. What's, what's that? Uh, off to the final one. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, yeah. Google, um, Google Chrome is... Um, the sort of other major player that's on the market. Um, so Google basically released their own browser um, and is now the most dominant browser out there. So if you're looking for something that's got mainstream support and a very high install base, Google Chrome is the one you should be looking at. So. Yeah, especially if you use Google uh, yep. service, other services like yep. yeah, uh, their um, yeah Google Docs, uh, Google Drive, well YouTube, <laughs> um, it works very well with yeah, Google so, services as yeah, expected. Yeah, it does work very well with their services. Uh, being the name that is Google, it um, it's going to be very well supported and very well maintained. So you know. You, you know you're not just dealing with some shonky backroom product. Um, again, <laughs> it has yeah. a similar situation to Firefox in that you have a reasonable library of add-ons and extensions and themes if you want to customize it. And, um, so, and it also has its own set of derivatives. derivatives. I will start words properly in it. I will start working properly in a moment. Words are hard. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, so actually, I would say uh, I think it's Chromium, who's the yeah. So Chromium, open source version of yeah. yeah. Chromium is the open source version. Um, the only caveat I'd add to that um, is that you should always be careful where you download it from, uh, because. And this applies to Firefox and Edge as well. Downloading it yeah. for, from an official source um, is the best way to go because while not all third-party sites are dodgy, uh, there are some that are. Uh, you get additional things added onto your download that you don't necessarily want. And Chromium, I think, is the one that tends to get targeted a little bit more for that. Because yeah, that's another thing. Uh, if you're choosing a browser, why it's good to choose a major one yep. that they have regular security updates for yeah. Uh, yeah. vulnerabilities in yeah. uh, the browsers. But so, yeah, also make sure you're taking extra care to download it from an official source rather than some random source because um, you, you can get downloads more additional downloads of malware and spyware to go along with it 
Yep. And for the ones where I've seen that happen, it's typically been chromium that's been the problem. So the other ones are... Well, it's kind of the... Um, speaking of Internet Explorer being uh, dead and buried by now, uh, the new Internet Explorer in some ways are Chrome. Uh, it's the major yeah. major one, the most um, hackers yeah. and the bad guys attack. Yeah. So... Yes. But um, it does have its derivatives as well. So you've got Vivaldi, which, again, is kind of the... Um, it's basically the Chrome e- equivalent to something like Tor. Um, sorry, uh, no, it's more... Um, I would say it's more of a um, Chrome version without Google's extra stuff. Yeah. <laughs> more or less. But, uh, yeah, so it supports some parts of Chrome and the Google ecosystem, like add-ons. Yeah. So... Um, so it's but, basically uh, it a, has, a, um, de- a de-googled uh, version of Chrome. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, the other one, the uh, other major one is the Brave browser, which again is fairly privacy-focused. Yeah. It's also based on Chrome, right? Yeah, that's what Brave is uh, uh, based on Chrome. Yeah. I, uh, I actually had to do a bit of Googling of that, funnily enough, uh, because I thought <laughs> I originally thought... It was based off Firefox, but yeah, it turns out I got that wrong, and it's actually yeah. based off Chrome. But I think both Brave and Vivaldi are more privacy, security-focused, yeah, uh, integrity, yeah. So, um, but yeah, again, yeah, I know for Vivaldi, which I use as uh, built-in ad blocking and tracker blocking, for yeah. instance. Yeah, and you, but can, it's, you um, can get add-ons for Edge, Firefox, and Chrome that do the same thing. Yeah. Um, so I suppose we should sort of point out, like, we've sort of covered the major players. I think you had one you wanted to mention, which I believe, was that Vivaldi? I or? probably should mention Safari. <laughs> yeah, well, I was yeah, going to yeah, mention, you, you get it automatically. If you get an uh, Apple computer, yeah, I was um, like, I but was you can also run all of these. Uh, you can run Edge, uh, Google Chrome, or Firefox on Apple if you want to. Yeah, and then you've so, also you've also got um, Opera as well. Between the fucks, use, uses Opera. Like I know one uh, person that well, uses it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sad but true that um, uh, yeah, so I think I, it's some and I think there was some Chinese Chinese company who bought it or something. Yeah. Uh so, a bit dodgy, but um Yes, well I try not to comment on that situation because um <laughs> you, well it yeah. can be it can be taken the right way or it can be taken the wrong way, so it's sort of a yeah. discussion, probably not best put out as part of a podcast. Well, I'd say probably the best thing is to get one of the major browsers. Yeah. Um, which suits your, whichever suits your needs. Yep. So it'll be good. Um, so make sure you get it from the actual official sources. So pay attention to where you're downloading it from. Um, if you're using Linux, the best place to get them would be the package manager that came with your distribution. 
Yeah. Um, otherwise, yeah, get it from the official Mozilla site or Microsoft site or Google site because, um, as I said, like, like third-party sites are not always dodgy, but uh, they're dodgy enough that you have to be careful just to make sure you don't get anything else with your download. Yep. Never trust the internet. Yes. Okay, I didn't say that, but... Yeah. <laughs> yes. uh, probably good to be a bit suspicious. Yep. So I suppose we should um, kind of wrap the show up a little bit. So, um, yeah. So if you want to see the article that I put up later tonight, um, you go, can go to geekjabber.com. Um, you can join our Discord. So if you want to join our Discord, there's a link in the social networks at the top and also to the right of every article that's downloaded. We also have a Minecraft server. So, yay! Uh, myself, Finally, myself and Quirky have been having a little bit of fun with that. So, if you want to, uh, yeah. if you want to join, you can go to geekjabber.com. Um, up the top in the menu bar, there's a link to Minecraft, and you can then go to there, get the details, jump into the Discord, and uh, let us know you want to join us. Yeah, and you can have fun building in Minecraft and. Caving and um, horseback riding and everything else fun you can do in Minecraft. Yes. So um, on that note, we uh, might wrap the show up. So thank you for joining us again, yep. Mr. Querty. Yeah, you're welcome. And we'll all that's fun. We'll see you hopefully in two weeks' time. Yeah. Okay. Bye bye. Summertime. Yes. Bye bye. bye.